welcome back to the Off Color Gem Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sam, and I'm here with my co-host. Jesse, how you doing, Sammy? I'm doing good. Excellent. We'll be reviewing episodes 7 and 8 of Steven Universe, and usually I do the odd number episodes, but you really like episode 7, so you're going to take the reins on this one. So in episode 7, titled Bubble Buddies, uh, the Crystal Gems are trying to figure out why there's earthquakes happening in their city. And, but Steven's just doing his own thing, trying to impress this new character that we figure out that's her name is Connie. Yay, Connie. I love this character. She's one of my favorites. And, like, he's trying to impress her by riding his bike in the beach where there's sand, which I don't know how that would work. I think Steven has just has kid logic going, I can run, I can do this. But it doesn't work and he fails. He should have Baywatched it. Do you get that reference? I don't really... Really? Yeah. You didn't see the reboot with Zac Efron and The Rock? Nope. Okay, that probably explains why he didn't make any money. While he's doing that, he runs back to the Crystal Gems and his house. Trying to get some advice? Yeah, trying to get some advice. But sadly, again, they don't really have anything to do with, like, humans and their interactions. So Steven just tells them to stay away and just don't embarrass them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while he tries to like pump himself up and trying to like make him not nervous he know there was an earthquake happening and he noticed rocks falling and he runs towards connie and trying to shield her and then his new ability pops up yeah his bubble mm-hmm. so he, we've noticed that the gems are able to bubble objects and teleport them away but steven's shield power kind of is more than that he can, he's able to make a bubble around himself or other people and he's able to protect them. And he's he finally gets his chance to actually talk to Connie. Yes. And he's excited and he's like happy and like he's introducing himself. But he finds out later on that he can't unbubble himself. Yeah, so I guess they're just kind of stuck there. And Stephen's smart plan is to go try to talk to the gems. But since he told them to give him space and not talk to him, they're probably not anywhere nearby. So he goes to... Sadie and Lars for help and Sadie's being her typical great self and helpful and while Lars is just basically just being a d-bag and making faces at the bubble and trying to make Steven embarrassed for his like crush on Connie yes which you don't really see that right away which is again something I really like about this show is that they go beyond what most shows do so he does like Connie but they're they don't really kind of spell it out or just even have it flat out said that they're going to end up together. And so while Connie's still kind of... You can see in her eyes, she kind of likes the excitement. She's she's very kind of like sheltered and... Shy. Yeah, shy. And honestly, I think that they make a good pair just because kind of Stephen is very kind and... And, and outgoing. And, and outgoing while Connie's kind of like the introvert and everything. And... So the bubble is pretty much indestructible because Sadie's attempt in trying to break it is by smacking it with a hammer, hammer and a like a stool, which does not work. And then they go see another character that we love, which is Onion. Onion. Onion and Steven's idea is to have Onion shoot them with a harpoon, which beforehand that doesn't seem really safe. Well, again, it's kid logic, right? Kid logic, it's yeah. Like, oh, it's popped a bubble. Uh, that doesn't work. It just carp- it just kind of bounces off and hits a boat, and that sinks it. And um, he later has, like, another somewhat dangerous idea to, like, go on a roller coaster. 
mm-hmm. which doesn't work either, and they get shot off in the ocean. Yeah, and that just basically just shoots them out to the bottom of the ocean, and they're able to kind of see this beautiful kind of landscape of the water and everything. And Connie's, again, just totally fine. She's not freaking out too much at this point. But then they notice a giant crystal worm swimming around. And eating these glow, glowing um, algae. Algae, like, yeah. Like, even like, kind of like seaweed and all that. And Stephen's still kind of freaked out, still wondering how he's going to unbubble them. And the worm notices Connie's uh, glowing bracelet. Yeah. And it attacks them and shoots them into a cave where that's the moment where Connie kind of has her freak out moment. Yeah. She kind of explains that it's, she's been in this city for a whole year and she hasn't made any friends. And she's lonely. She's lonely. Her parents are kind of not really strict. They're just more, they're not around. They're, they're just not busy around. with yeah. doing their jobs. And she's a smart kid, you know, she's, uh, knows a lot about boats and she's afraid that nobody's going to notice her when she's gone. Oh, no. That's and really... just her parents. Yeah, that's that's the kind of thing, too, where it's this whole thing of, like, you feel alone. And that's where Stephen and Connie's kind of relationship builds because Stephen really is Connie's, like, first friend. Mm-hmm. And he noticed her, um, her because we have a flashback on, like, how he noticed her and she dropped her little glow-in-the-dark bracelet. Yeah, because she was uh, in the city for about a year now and it was during a parade. And she actually notices him, too. And he was kind of like a foam brush for the car wash. On a float. float. Yeah. And you, funny thing, you mentioned that she drops her glow-in-the-dark bracelet. And you actually see the glow-in-the-dark bracelet in the refrigerator in the very first episode. Which is a very nice detail. Yeah. So some good story building and kind of character development right there. And um, I guess, yeah, and Stephen's powers are connected to his emotions. So once Stephen kind of has some calmness, or maybe, how would you describe relaxed. it? Relaxed. Just him being relaxed. Yeah. He, he feels like his defenses need to, need to go down. So the bubble pops, and I'm not sure how far underneath the water they were. And again, cartoon logic. Yeah. But they would have been squished, you know? They would have had their eyes popped out. <laughs> Sorry. It was a little They're too dark. They're trying to keep it... Uh... Kid friendly on Cartoon Network. Yeah, I know, but also I was thinking, how much air is left in there? That was a big bubble, and two people. Well, they were stressing out. Well, they were at the end. They were, so they didn't have a lot of air. But um, yeah, you're right. It's just, it's just they weren't stressing out, and they're able to kind of get themselves out of the water. And what follows them is that crystal worm, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's still being attracted to Connie through her bracelet. And Stephen has the great idea to kind of trap it in between the pillars. While holding Connie's bracelet. Yeah, the pillars of the, I guess... Boardwalk? Boardwalk or part of the boardwalk. Yeah, part of the boardwalk. That that place gets destroyed every episode, mostly. How much money do you think they have to pay to rebuild everything? I I think uh, Amethyst and Garnet and Pearl are able to kind of build it up pretty quickly every once in a while. Mm. And they're probably just used to it. So, um, that damage is enough to kind of pop the crystal worm and we see the crystal gems uh show up yes and they're wondering if they're okay and you just see connie's eyes just bright up with stars she's so happy that she had some excitement in her and she called steven incredible oh there you go and then also that kind of gives uh steven some uh, stars in his eyes too and he looks like he was blushing he was he was 
And uh, in the background, you see Garnet kind of bubble the crystal and it teleports away. So we'll, we'll get to that. And but Pearl it's... and Amethyst were getting into, like, a wondering who this new uh, character person is. is in Stephen's life. Yeah. And like any typical parent, they're like, oh, who's this person? But uh, it just ends with kind of like Stephen and uh, Connie just happy to be in each other's lives. And, uh, yeah, I think this is a great episode. <laughs> It's 11 minutes that gets compacted very, very well. And I think that I, this is where I start to like the show. You know, uh, I think the next episode is also fine. Just, uh, I think this one's the better of the two. But, uh, yeah, episode seven, I think this is where I start to like the show. When kind of gets uh, introduced. So I'll be doing episode eight, titled Serious Steven. So this episode starts off with Steven just looking at a whole bunch of destruction at the boardwalk. Everyone is kind of just, you know, in shambles and some teacups are all broken and everything. And I don't really remember this episode when I watched it for the first time, but the title card on screen says two weeks later. And I go, usually with shows, they go two weeks earlier. So I guess with this one, they're just jumping after the aftermath of what happened. And I guess uh, the Crystal Gems are taking Steven onto his first mission. But it's not his first mission. He's been on a couple missions already. But also, he's goofing around while being in the warp pad. Yes, there you go. Well, again, just Steven just being the typical little kid that he is. And um, as soon as they land, their location is a kind of like a... There's strawberries everywhere. There's just giant strawberries. It's like a battlefield. Yeah, they mentioned that. It's like one of those old battlefields of the before the Crystal War. And I think that it's a good design, just having kind of like this weird ecosystem. Full of strawberries and like weapons from the Crystal War. Yeah, and that humans don't really go there anymore because, you know, it's just it's just dangerous for them. And the hero of the story, Steven, gets attacked by these little butterflies. Yeah, and he's like freaking out and running around. Yeah, because he's covered in uh, strawberry juice. juice and everything. So the hero of the story, everyone, being attacked by butterflies. And, uh, you know, they have Crystal Gems are able to save them and just get them cleaned up. And they, they find this kind of gem ship, which is a great design. It's just basically just a triangle. It's a pyramid upside down. Yeah, that. And I think that once you go inside of it, it's just, there's a lot of art detail around mm-hmm. the walls. And it just basically depicts the, the gem war. And again, like I've told you before, I think that what they should have done is kind of hide you know, Rose Quartz is designed to like very later into the series and they kind of do because you just see her sketch and now she's carved in and then you kind of see some of the villains that we see in like the later seasons, the diamonds. Yeah, diamonds. And that's just a little bit of good design. Again, it's something that they don't explain right away, but later on it'll become very important. So from there, uh, they decide to kind of split up because they're not sure how to get out of this gem ship. But Pearl wants to keep Steven safe because she knows how Steven is. Yeah. And I think uh, they're all trying to do their best. And I think Garnet kind of takes front foot and takes Steven under her wing and just tries to make sure that he is protected by the same time he's able to understand that you know, this is a serious situation and... And he's trying to be serious. He is trying to be serious. He actually activates serious Steven mode. And again... It's just so weird because he's just he's fourteen, right? He yeah, doesn't he's have 14. that development of someone yet at that age. But 
Yeah, I like it. You know, he's he's a nice, happy kid. And he's trying. He's trying. I do have to give him that. And while they're both separated, uh, Stephen and Garnet find themselves in kind of this weird kind of like Indiana Jones-esque like hallway. Yeah. Where they have a bunch of like fire pits and spikes all over the place. And puzzles. And puzzles. They just have to figure out how to turn off all the traps that are in the ship. And... This is something that I really like about the, the, the designs of Garnet. She's so strong that her gauntlets are able to like withstand all these spikes coming down. And I guess if she didn't have that or if there was another character, that would just basically be poofed away. Yeah. And so as soon as they get back or even out of where they're at, they're, they find themselves back at the center of the ship. And both Pearl and Amethyst show up again too and... They just explain how the ship is basically just that typical gem technology where they can have miles and miles of room and just have it circle back. And they've done about, they said 16 different rooms. Yeah, 16 different rooms. And it just leads back to the center of the ship. And I guess Steven is just, he's just overwhelmed, right? Yeah, he's overwhelmed and getting nauseous. And he wants to like just finish all this. And while he was being overwhelmed, he actually passes out, and we see what happens two weeks earlier, which is kind of a weird kind of thing to do, especially storytelling-wise, where you show it, and then you kind of go back into it. But again, it's 11 minutes. They can do a lot in that in that time. And basically, the thing that happened was they were having a family day out at the boardwalk, and they were on these teacup rides that were just spinning, like the ones at Disneyland, but a little more higher. And I guess Stephen was freaking out and he didn't want to do it again. And also he was getting nauseous. He was getting nauseous and Garnet was just trying to calm down. But then he just gets off the teacup ride while it's still on. And he lands on the operator, which yeah. is a character that we see, but he's not introduced yet. Doesn't have any speaking lines. Oh, actually, no, he does speak in this. He bans Stephen yeah. after... All destroying his like uh, amusement tea. park. Yeah, most of it, and you do see people just kind of like getting themselves up, so no one got hurt. But Stephen just kind of wrecked the teacup ride, and he bans Stephen for life from all rides. And so that, he, Stephen wakes back up inside the ship, and he's they're trying to figure out how to get out of there. Even though Stephen wants to quit and everything. Amethyst says, no, we can't. We're going to push through and go through every room. So they finally get into this room where it's... What did I say? Do you say Amethyst? I said Amethyst? Yeah. Well, I think Amethyst would also say that. Because, you know, even though she's a bit of a free spirit, she would kind of buckle down when she needs to. So Garnet, thank yeah. you for correcting me. So Garnet uh, says that they need to push through and go through every room. And Stephen's just like, he doesn't want to go through it again. Yeah, but I think Stephen can do it. I have faith in him. So Stephen and Garnet and Pearl and Amethyst are in this kind of spinning room yeah. where just things are hovering around. And Stephen notices that in the center of the room is kind of this triangle. That, that it, has a gem in it. has a gem in it. So while they're all trying to reach it, Stephen has the idea of... Being thrown. Being thrown. And he doesn't... Like he says, I don't want to do this right anymore. He gets thrown to the center of it. He grabs it. He's he almost falls. I think uh, cat fingers would help him out, right? Better better grip. No, no, never again. Okay, never again. And he's able to take out the like the battery of the ship, and everything kind of 
falls apart. And, and it's like fading away. Fading away. And they're able to kind of get out of the ship. So I think it's it's it just shows to you that Steven just needs a little bit of a push. And he's like developing. Yeah, he's developing. Again, this is... I like character development. If shows do very good character development, then it's a show that I really like. And it takes a while for the show to happen. But it does happen. And then Steven gets attacked again by butterflies. Yes, at the very end of the show, it just... He is attacked by butterflies, and I don't know. It is it's it's a good episode. I like the Connie one better. Just that had more kind of like impact for the rest of the show, mm-hmm. and this one just kind of shows that Steven kind of. And we're getting introduced by these amazing characters. Yeah, more amazing characters. Onion, Onion's a heck of a character. I I relate to him. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I see you more as a Connie or Sadie. No, Honestly. Onion is the best. Really? Okay, Onion's the best. What do you like specifically about Onion? I don't know. I just like how he is. Yeah, his little, like, mannerisms and just how they choose to make him a little weird, but everything around him is weird, so he's pretty much the normalest thing about the show. Well, again, um, I liked episode seven more than I liked episode eight. Uh, Finally a good episode, I think. And, I don't know, any final thoughts? No, I don't have any final thoughts. Okay. Again, I think we're just really reviewing and kind of talking about the stuff that we notice about the show. And they're only 11 minutes, but once we kind of hit, like, the longer story arcs, I think we have a lot more to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm so, enjoying it, too. Yeah. So far, these three watches have been great. I've been noticing a lot of stuff that I go, oh, that's what I like about the show. And, um... I think, I don't know what next week's episode is. We don't really check. Yeah, we don't check. We just do it weekly, which is fine. But once we get to, like, kind of the... I guess it's not really a spoiler if anyone's watching the show week by week with us. But once we get to, kind of, like, the Crystal Wars yeah. and then all the villains coming in, I think that's going to be the big, big, like, stuff to talk about. And even the character design. We still haven't had that moment where... Steven looks less like a little derpy baby. Yeah. But we'll see. All right, everyone. Hopefully you have enjoyed this. Uh, We hope that you have a good rest of your week. And we'll see you next week for episodes 9 and 10. Take care, everyone. Take care, everyone.